Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's Ask TNA Day, where listeners write in with their questions and we answer them. In this month's episode, why is the sex I'm having painful? Then we'll get into can a relationship survive without sex? Plus, a listener brings up an interesting point about finances and dating. You're listening to TNA Talk Sex. I'm T. And I'm A. Welcome to another show. It's episode 109. I actually love these episodes because we kind of I get do too. To, yeah. It's so fun. Yeah, really engage with like our own experiences to help our listeners as well as uh, I love reading their responses mm-hmm. as well, people who write us. So yeah. um, makes my day. Uh, okay, before yes. we launch into the topics, yes. um, I wanted to ask our listeners, we are trying to hit 100 reviews on iTunes by the end of September. That's our goal. And, uh, and, and it can be a little tricky to find where to write the review on iTunes specifically. I know we have a lot of listeners on different devices, but if you have an iPhone, uh, you actually go to the to the iTunes store where you originally found it. And then when you tap on us, um, you there's three tabs that say details, reviews, related, like below the icon. And you'll tap on reviews. And then below it says write a review. So then you can tap write it. Write a review. And, yeah. And I'm pretty sure you can also enter kind of your, you have to put in your password for your Apple ID. But then I think you can even sign it with like a different name. So if you're concerned about kind of like a public thing right, but it doesn't do it show up anywhere else right. yeah um also i think if and i just want to say yeah. that the reason why um is because it really helps with our visibility with the itunes app and uh and and our ratings so um yeah that so would be very helpful thank yeah you. itunes like rates it with points and it's like if you have this many reviews you show up more so even though we have a lot of listeners without lot, the reviews right. it doesn't rank as much yes Womp womp. So anyway, we go more in depth. No, no, because it is. Oh, this is the other trick. If you are already subscribed and want to write a review via your phone, it's kind of a little nuisance. It's like you have to, from what I can tell, unsubscribe. Is that a bad idea? Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> you have to then go on to your Apple computer. You know what? That if, that's, probably be better. if that happens, write us personally yes. at advice at tatalksex.com and we will help you get that review written. But, uh, <laughs> iTunes makes it so easy. <laughs> exactly. They are anyway. Um, uh, okay. So the second thing is um, we, we're doing the advice show obviously this month, but uh, if you have questions uh, you'd like us to chime in on then email us email us please at advice at tatalksex.com or any other comment about um some of the other shows that have been going on um yeah so allows yeah, us to chat with you about it and then uh, and get all those thoughts and issues out there yes so with that um our first question our first question okay one second let me pull it up okay <clears throat> this one's a doozy okay i recently had sex with a new partner and i felt pain I asked him to readjust and he did, but it was still uncomfortable. Um, 
this has happened to me in the past with our other partners, but not always. It could have been the condom. It could have been his size, or maybe I wasn't wet enough. I know I'm small there. Um, do I, you have any, sorry, go ahead. Sorry, this is sort of, do you have any advice on what positions might help or be more comfortable or what might be going on? I know this sounds kind of weird, but any help or insight would be great. Okay. Not weird. Actually. Not weird. No. I've had pain during sex. Yeah. For sure. Um, I've had a couple of <laughs> reasons for it. Actually, I have a crazy story too. Oh, good. We love crazy yeah. stories. <laughs> we do, those are fun. I feel like I can think of like two reasons that I've experienced pain. Yeah. I can think of one. Yeah. Well, there's Go like ahead, a main yeah. one. And then there's, well, one of them, I ended up going to the doctor and it was like, oh, I have a cyst. Okay. So mm. when he hits a certain angle and it, sometimes when I'm ovulating, it's a little sensitive. Now, wait, when you have the cyst or just in general? When I'm ovulating, I think the cyst is more inflamed. Oh, you still have the cyst? I think so. <laughs> it's hard to know. Uh, I haven't what? been, I had it. No, I had it checked out. I was told I had one there. Uh, and they didn't take, they didn't obviously do surgery. No, no, because it was very Does small. It, okay. Um, but then the doctor said, take some birth control to shrink it. I did that for a little while. I didn't like how it affected my hormonal changes in my body. Right, I got yeah. off of it. Right. Um, and I kind of just, I, then I didn't really have the issue anymore. It, it did not. So maybe it did shrink. Again. Okay. So you don't really know. Interesting. Yeah. But the other. I know a little bit more about you every day. Yeah, I know. My sis situation. Well, I knew this. I just didn't <laughs> know if it was still there. Okay. So that's one reason. Yeah. So sure. that's like, kind of like, okay, maybe there's something medical. Make sure you check that out. But. She went to her doctor. Right. Yeah. Okay. She said that. Mm -hmm. My larger issue, and I have had kind of over time with different lovers, mm -hmm. things will come up and I'm like, well, that's different. <laughs> or like, well, that, I feel tenderness there. Or I'm tensing and I'm not able to like relax with this partner mm -hmm. or that angle is is difficult um and i'm i find it ends up being tied to a more emotional complex issue mm -hmm. I, totally I shouldn't even say agree. complex just an emotional, emotional issue and also that my like body a is psychosomatic yeah yeah kind of like a psychosomatic and thing. emotional and i or, think women have a stronger intuition than men and we haven't been taught to tap into that as much but like what i'm saying is Actually, I don't want to generalize. I'm sure men are psychosomatic too. What I'm saying is I think that our bodies as women, what I've found is like my body's telling me something very clearly. And if I don't listen to it. Yes, exactly. It's and going to exacerbate. It's not going to go away. It's going to cause And it's other so issues. funny because like, because I have, I've had these experiences too, you know, where I've had painful sex and then I'll hear myself rational, like actually very much like this letter. Yeah. And I'll hear myself rational. And you even, T, you nailed me on this. You're like, you're never having sex with him again after I told you the story. And I'm like, really? <laughs> oh, well, you have to but tell the story. I will tell the story. Um, uh, uh, okay. Yeah. So it was, it, it was with, um, it was with my ex of four years and no, we were together for four years and this was, at, um, I don't know, in the midst of our relationship toward the end, I well, suppose. But like a crossroads, I feel like you were already having conflict. We were already. Yes, we were deciding. It was like, are we? I was together, deciding. Aren't we? And what was more my decision, but it was like, do I want to be with this person or not was the question right, in the right, air. Yeah. And so it was a weekend with him and uh, and. Uh, we lived in different cities and everything, so I was spending time at his place, and we had sex, and I went to the, it was in the morning, okay, right, it was in the morning, so my, and I hadn't <laughs> peed yet, right, and uh -huh. I don't like to have sex when I have to pee, I, even though Fifty Shades of Grey said it major. Actually, I like or, it. 
I can't, I can't, it's hard for, I can't orgasm. Oh, so interesting. Even when I masturbate. Anyway. Sometimes it in, it intensifies I, my I, orgasm. I hear that, but I've never experienced that. We're anyway. all different. Got to do what's best for you. So, I, you know, I wasn't bursting to pee and I was like, okay, well, I can have sex. It was just too, the bathroom was downstairs. It was like, I don't want to, you know, and I just wanted to have sex. So we had sex and then I, you know, I get up and I go to the bathroom and I go down and I'm peeing and then all of a sudden I'm on the toilet and literally like, like my body just seizes up with cramps, like in my like uterine area. And I'm like, like, like you guys, like, like I've no, I have a high tolerance for pain. And this was like, like scary. This was like the demon was coming out of my belly. And I like literally looked down to see if I was gushing blood. Nothing. Wow. Literally, I fell to the floor and I could not walk. And this was kept going on for quite a while. And I literally had to crawl back to the staircase <laughs> to get upstairs. And I literally had to lay down on the floor in the bathroom, just wait, because yeah. I couldn't go anywhere. It was the most bizarre thing. Right. And, um, and I'm like, well, maybe what it's because this? maybe it's because I had to pee, you know, and, and like, you know how right, when you have to pee, you cramp sometimes if you've been holding it for a long time. So I came yeah. home and I tell T this story. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I'm already ready to like repeat the spiel. <laughs> she was like, she was so mad. She's like, you are never you are not going to be with that man. You are never having sex with him again. This is so Look, funny. I've been holding so my sweet. tongue a little bit as a friend because you're like, how forward am I? I mean, yes, you've got to figure things out. You're on the swing. So I was like, has I said, oh, no, okay. no, be forward. Yeah, I was like, that is a clear signal that I feel entitled to to now assert as a friend, like, <laughs> like this, this is the sign, right? Like your body is now rebelling, right? And, and it, we, right, you could go, oh, it's setting to pee. But here's the thing, you have a history of having sex. And have you ever had to pee before and you didn't right away? And sure. then you go and like, sure. You, Right. But your body did not react that way. I know. And but, you know, OK, so regarding her situation, it's like, Can is I, it that, you know, like, right. is it you? It's so hard because I like even still in my head, I'm like, well, you like, want to justify you it. You totally want to justify it. And there you can think of any scientific reason why yeah. that pain is there for sure. But can I say I totally agree with you and I'm definitely much more on the side that I feel like almost all illnesses are related to our emotional or psycho state. Yeah, and stress. I think even a lot is tied to our nervous systems in ways that I've only learned over time. Um, I've talked about this before, but I read this book, The Highly Sensitive Person, (laughs) uh, which I am. And only now am I so aware that that's me and I'm able to now manage it. And Mm -hmm. by manage, it's like, it's not a problem. It's just knowing like when you're maxed out, knowing that like the stress, these are stressors that affect my nervous system. And you, you become very aware of it. And it's like, uh, I think that sexuality is tied to that too. And so what I want to say is, um, I mentioned the cyst issue, right? By the way, Mm -hmm. to be honest, it also happened while I was having sex with a partner where we had had issues in the past. Mm -hmm. There, there were things that we'd kind of gotten over. So I thought we were fine, but then we went on this trip and maybe there were some things bothering me. And then all of a sudden it was like stabbing pain during sex. Mm-hmm. And then I went to the bathroom and I tried to like sit on the toilet and even that like caused like shooting pain into like my hip, air- like my pelvic area. 
and I was like holy fuck <laughs> and then I and then I was like, oh okay I would go to the doctor I'm like researching I, was, I thought maybe I had like vaginosis like there's these things online that they're saying it is and he's kind of I'm asking him to kind of tell me do I smell differently because it's saying it's a and it, it was he was like no he's so upset emotionally he's like not sure what he did he thinks he hurt me right right and it's like so then I felt this burden to make him feel better as well right and it's and it's complicated it was but I go to the doctor they go okay you have this cyst they put me on the break in hindsight I was having problems with him and and not necessarily his fault I wasn't speaking my mind and I wasn't asserting myself enough and so I was sublimating a lot of emotional thoughts and and when I sublimate it goes into the nervous system and then it and then it it causes impact in my in my body, right? So yeah. so it manifested there through the sex right, because yes, that's where yeah. I'm most directly connecting with my partner. Right, right. And and I I think it's important to point out because I've had both experiences where, you know, it's like okay, is it because this is the wrong partner for me in like right. what what was coming up in my situation where you know maybe it was an indicator of that my body was telling me no like um, you may be confused but I know (laughs) okay we're ready to roll it could be that (laughs) maybe you know but not necessarily there's other times when I've had you know a lot of discomfort during sex or or yeast infection or different things that I I felt for sure were linked more with my own relationship to sex or sexuality or why like like a lot of times for example I was you know when I was a lot younger I was um, and this, I think this has always been a thing for me because I, I've came with this thing about like having sex sort of like pleasing, you know, this whole thing about, uh-huh. oh, you're, you know, you're there to please the guy and he's aroused. So you should be aroused too, that kind of a thing. And, um, and so I would oftentimes have sex when I was sort of lukewarm about having sex mm. and that was consistently causing yeast infection, yeast infection, like, yeah, yeah. and not That's, even, a big one. and it was stuff that the doctors couldn't even really Right. Understand. They're like, you're fine. Yeah. And, and, um, and I'm like, no, pills. I'm not fine. Yeah. But, um, but once I really got a lockdown on that's what this psychological issue was that was going on, then, you know, oh, magically it shifts and yeah. I don't have that problem anymore, you know? Same. So it could be related more to your own relationship to a dynamic that's going on in the relationship or your relationship to sex. Right, right. Well, and I also think... Um, I just want to touch on, I recently had a, had a sexual ex- ex- exchange. <laughs> exchange. Uh, I had a s- sexual interaction, a little, little penetration. A liaison. <laughs> uh, well, you know, I haven't had like a discomfort issue in a while because I normally speak my mind. <laughs> um, you know, I think for the better. And it, and it prevents me from getting in my head and I usually orgasm and all these things. So... <clears throat> Excuse me. I uh, I spoke. Um, I wasn't as forward. It's maybe because it's a new lover, so I was a little more insecure about asserting myself. But um, we kind of didn't have enough foreplay to warm me up. I talked about it on Dave Neal's yeah, show. This Sex is the actually. next thing yeah. I was going to say. Yeah. And um and so because I was nervous, I didn't really go. No, I'm not ready for penetration yet. I need more like loving from you. You know, I need more like rub down. Um, so I let him, you know, and en- enter, and it does feel good. Like, it feels good. It feels great to have a beautiful penis fill me up. But it can also be too much too yes. soon. Yes, it's you know? too much too soon. And I kind of kept saying, like, there were moments where I'd go, oh, my God, it's overwhelming. It's too it's too right. intense. Like, I was using the word too intense. Yeah. And um, and so we would, like, change positions. And, and then he would start. And I was like, okay, that's overwhelming. Like, right. It, it, and uh, and 
for me, it's it was like we had had sex once before where that wasn't an issue because I'd gotten you warmed up. hot and bothered. And exactly. And then steamy. I'm expanded and relaxed and li- the literal muscles internally are relaxed right. in a way that I can handle a more, bigger, a bigger intensity. Penis. Yeah, anything, right? A, a bigger, even if it's not bigger. It's penis, amazing but. what your body can do when you're highly aroused. A lot. I mean, this goes into where we da- where and we amazing what you can't BDSM. do when you're not. Yeah, yeah. Well, and we had an incident with like, I mean, speaking openly, there was sort of a, I was going, you know, I performed oral sex and yeah. um, we've talked on shows where like I've enjoyed like a deep throating experience. Mm-hmm. Usually there's, he's also stimulating my my clitoris or my you know right or he's like down on me at the same time and then you can deep throat more effectively because your whole body is like so stimulated you that muscles relax right, right? so i feel like that's yeah. like the key so let me say i'm in this moment with this guy having sex i'm going oh that's like too intense and and i could feel my muscles tensing uh vaginally like right. during it because i was like oh not ready not ready so i just when i hear um this girl write in or this woman write in about it I'm going you're probably not warmed up enough and and it's probably coming from again not on the man I mean you know is he giving you what you need but making sure that you know that you exactly making sure you assert your voice which is not being pushy but saying hey I I really need to be warmed up more to really get you know and to open up for you or and if that's the case like I've uh, just on that note, and I think T, we were talking about this recently too, where um, be say it again. I think a lot of times guys will need to hear it a couple times because they Especially keep getting hot, hot ex- bothered. In yeah, the they keep getting excited. And they just like keep, you know, they, they just go, you know, and it's not it's not don't get, you know, it's easy to get. It, I think it's easy to take it personally and be like, he's disrespecting me and ignoring me. It's like, well, no, it's just it, it takes a vulnerable. bit of. It takes courage to speak up. Yes. Yes, it does. But I, I mean, it's, you know, it's not necessarily anything personal from them. You know, it's not him disrespecting you. It's just keep in mind that this does take um, mind training, I think, for, for the guys. And, and so it may take a few times of saying, hey, slow down. Hey, slow down. You well, know? and explaining. I think explaining, explaining why. It, yeah, w- would be. Would well, and be I, yeah, like I try to do that, which is it's like, oh, I'm not put telling you no. I just. I just need more. Yeah, I'm going to come more easily from this or you're, big, but you're I, on but the I bigger think also, side and if you take your time or, or we're using a condom so right. the more warmed up I am. Right, but I, I think take. also that, that's so that's such a subjective scale like yeah. how much more warming up do you need, you know? Uh-huh. And so a lot of times they'll like, you know, we'll go on and they'll warm me up for a little bit more and it's like, I mean, think about it from their perspective. They have no context of what. <laughs> like, is she like, okay, is that enough? Oven, you know, is the oven warm? Is it big? Right, like, ding. It's yeah. like. Well, by the way, so, we've had we've talked about this on other shows. Wait for the girl to, to go. Beg. Yeah, the woman to bet or or go. Oh, Basically. Go inside or I want you inside. Right. Right. And and woman, woman, woman is your responsibility to be to be honest. But to be. Yes. But by the way, the honesty almost comes organically. Like I've been with guys where I'm like, why isn't he inside me yet? And then you finally say it or you start navigating his penis towards your genital because <laughs> you're like, you want him inside of you. But yes. And not because not to please him or to because yeah. you think that's what he wants. You're like, oh. you yeah uh, okay yeah so no so i think th- and then you know that's a good sign when you get her to do that so i think yes, keeping that in is. mind because I, th- I think you're right it's like how does the guy know well you know keep warming up until she's like mm, let's do this take let's me. do this yo <laughs> um, Why are you? all right we're it. gonna take a mini break okay and then, and then we'll, come back. we'll come back with the uh, question number two yeah 
at you're listening to TNA Talk Sex. Um, write us at advice at tatalksex.com uh, to send in your own questions or thoughts and, um, and write us a review on iTunes if you are listening with your iPhone. Welcome back. You're listening to TNA Talk Sex. I'm T. And I'm A. And uh, this is our, our monthly advice show. Uh, and we're ready uh, for question number two. Which question ha- number two. Uh, can a relationship survive without sex? Mm. Okay, there's more. <laughs> Let's unpack that a little. As someone who is exposed to social media, I see that many people emphasize sex as a sign of love. They seem to be saying a happy marriage cannot survive without sex. My parents do not have sex and are distant with each other. They have issues between them. I'd like to know if a happy relationship can survive abstinence from sex. I don't want to have sex until I'm married. Long-term relationships are not an exception, but guys expect the girls they date to have sex with them. Can you help me with this? (sighs) I mean, first of all, Uh first of all, for sure, I feel a relationship can survive without sex. Have I tested this to the max? (laughs) No. No, right. You know what? But but I will say... (laughs) And I'm a little afraid to admit this, but I I do feel like um, I've had these inclinations lately where I'm like, I could totally survive without sex. Like if if I had the intimacy and the connection, maybe because I'm dating an older man and this comes up quite frequently, like, well, what are you going to do when you can't perform anymore? And I'm like, I don't fucking care. Like, you mean that comes up? Friends say that to you? Yes. Oh, right. Like it's the first question. It's their first fucking question is like, well, because he's 59. It's like, well, what are you going to do? And I'm like, um, well, I don't know. We'll cross that bridge when we get there. But by the way, one of my exes, his parents, big age difference, 20 years, uh, his father now has some issues Mm -hmm. um, with with sexual function and, and his wife does have a lover sexual lovers yeah yeah and we and we sort While of joke about together. that you know and uh, and right now he's like it's no i'm not okay with you going <laughs> yeah, around ready to pass with you off. but but i but and, and i'm not but i do feel i'm like i honestly i'm so like i'm such an intimacy and connection person that i feel like over the decade de- decades how long have i been sexually active a decade and some change <laughs> um mm-hmm. i feel like yeah, I feel like I'm reaching a point where I definitely feel like I could exist right. without sex. Well, penetration. You know, I was about there's to say, so by many the way, different ways to have to 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 make this connection. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, the more I discover like arousal and orgasmic pleasure without penis penetration necessarily right i mean this is what we we talk about constantly is like female arousal i mean when we had sherry winston on talking about you know the anatomy of arousal with women it's like you know it can you can escalate her arousal so much and without penetration right with with stimulating the body right um but anyway i i want to say that uh something that comes to mind for me is actually our our issue culturally, which is like, I talk with friends who, you know, I went on a date recently and my friend's like, okay, you have to establish that you want him to treat you a certain way. So don't have sex right away. 
right? Like like this idea of, you know, he's he needs to earn it and you don't want to like right. kind of blow it right away. To be honest, I usually trust my instinct and how I'm feeling. So if I want to have sex, I'm going to do it. And it's because we're connecting into that. Now, am I missing, you know, am I missing the tease which can elevate, you know, seduction, I've, right, yeah. which yeah. I've, I've experienced that too. But mm-hmm. again, I'm I let it kind of happen organically. I'm not going, I need to calculate this. Um, but but my point is, my friend sometimes feels frustrated. Like she tries to resist having sex, right? She goes, I'm not going to have sex on this date, but she does because... But what it sounds I, like she's doing it more out of like, like some sort of social convention that it's like bad to do it. Yes, yes. Early. But what I, what I want to say is, if you don't want to have sex... Um, I, I feel like our, our culture does not have enough intimacy and physical touch in a daily way. Right. Um, just as is non-sexual, like like just touching and affection and uh, back massages and right. Like we're like non-sexual the, touching. Right. Or yeah, like when we were monkeys and we, you know, monkeys pick at each other's hair and all this stuff. I, I was just visiting my family and my sister, you know, kind of went over my back to kind of make sure it was clean. And then, you know, I ended up giving her a back rub and it was like so nice to just be home with the family. You know, my mom pets my hair a lot, you know, like mm-hmm. strokes it. And it was like, you know, no, no mystery on why that's a big deal for me sexually <laughs> now as an adult. Like I need my head rubbed. Uh, <laughs> I, but interestingly, a way that I know I'm being loved, right? Because right. I, that's how I learned love as a child. Um, but but the more I the more I think if I'm if friends are showing each other affection, that kind of thing you're less desperate and hungry when you go on this date because in our culture, we're so like starved. romantic. Yeah. We're starved and we're going, this romantic partner is going to provide that physical pleasure that I'm, that I need. And I think we've strayed from the idea that our bodies as human beings actually um, thrive and are more healthy from c- contact. Yeah. And so when I read this, I go, well, yeah, people like lose control, if you will, or get seduced because they're like, oh, my God, I haven't been touched in so long. I haven't masturbated. I haven't, you know, whatever it is, I'm going to fall into this person. Right. Yeah. I mean, when maybe you're not ready. Yes. Yeah. And and I and I hear you and I and I, I echo what you're saying to you. And I and I I think um, for sure there's a lack of touch. And just, yeah, like non-sexual touch in our culture. But I almost, and this comes up with, you know, came up with clients. I feel like there's also a massive intimacy lack. Um, or rather, what would I say? A, there's 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 a lack of, um, hmm, like breadth. Breadth is, no, depth. Breadth, mm. yeah, yeah. There's like, there's no dynamic... <sighs> What am I trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> I had no. I have a specific example. Um, it's like intimacy. The only way I f- I find this a lot in conversation that the only way the intimacy is showing up in my in like my clients' lives where they're married and whatnot is literally only through sex. Like, like there they is climb no into bed before going to sleep. And right. Like, there's okay, no like. Fuck. There's like no uh touching throughout the day throughout or- the day no kissing no um just no no even not even small moments of conversation between partner and partner it's all about the kids it's all about uh-huh. you know what i mean it's like so there's no an intimacy to me has it doesn't have to do with anything about sex even it's just 
it's just two people being open and vulnerable in a moment. And if your life is surrounded with doing and crossing things off lists and just running after kids and everything, I, you know, obviously you it, lose sight. You, you, this, you know, there's not a lot of moments or opportunities for that to happen and blah, blah, blah. Um, so then <laughs> oh. you end up in my room. Oh, <laughs> I'm just saying that, like, it's something that I've observed over the years having talked, yeah. talking with my clients and interviewing them. It's like having mindfulness about it's just, it's just, and I don't know if it's also just a, a cultural thing where like they everyone seems to be okay with this. And I come f- I came from a family where my mother was very, very um, my parents were very intimate together. There was lots of I would lo- even call it like demonstrative love. Like, yes. Like yeah. a physical touching like you're con- but not you know, even concretely reaching out. But again, to get it out of touch. Yes. Okay. Touch okay. is part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But also like my parents would lock themselves away every Saturday and Sunday morning and just talk. You know, yeah. well, and, I mean, might have been. Touching I'm sure <laughs> there was other stuff going on, too. But but it wasn't like, honestly, like if I went in there as a kid, if I like was able to get myself in, they were just in their, you know, chairs right, having right. sharing a pot of coffee and oh, just talking, just talking so nice. for hours, you well, know, just spending time way, together. The same way we talk about meditation. It's like taking that time. And, and it's true. You can't you can't fake it. You can't force it into little you know, it's like you have to you have to say I'm setting this time aside. I was just chatting right. with a, a guy who uh, another a fellow comic. I, I met him at the comedy store. We're chatting and he said, um, you know, he goes, well, I'm you know, I have a job and I'm I'm in a relationship and, you know, that requires time. So, you know, I'm not always free to like do all of the mics. Right. Uh, and I was like, oh, what maturity. <laughs> you know, that idea of like you have to acknowledge kind of the if your life is a pie and you make these like slices, yeah. where am I? Am I where putting enough time in energy? Yeah. And and um yeah, I don't know. I just I see it a lot here. And so the question being, can a relationship survive without sex? I think if you have these other things in place, if if you you spend time developing the connection and create room for intimacy to happen through touch in other ways, through through conversation, through really being open with your partner, it creates such like a deep fabric. Yeah. You know, that is so strong that um uh, you know, and that's uh, that a, a relationship can, can survive exist. without. Right. That said, when I hear it, I immediately kind of go, OK, but and this is kind of what our show is about is almost like dispelling the taboo around like the act of sex. And it's like, you know, more and more I'm like, well, sex is sort of a pinnacle connection of um, between two people once like mind and emotions and all these things are aligned and you're like now I want to share my body there are other types I, mean, I was just sharing with you you know <laughs> my my kind of like spring when you fling. just want to share the body yeah I had, a, I had a spring fling where I was like I don't even like talking to this person but I feel <laughs> such magnetism I mean I know a friend repeated back to me apparently I don't remember this apparently I said oh I can't stand anything that comes out of his mouth but I kept <laughs> I kept I know and I was like oh that's harsh but I was, uh, he had an experiential quality where I was like, I love his company. I love yeah. like his Some free... aspect of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like, okay, not my marriage partner, but he's sort of a spring fling. Right. Um, but okay, but that's not what, what this question is. This question is like, okay, you know, can it survive, se- you know, not having sex? And this goes back to almost like these hard lines. Like I'm not having sex till marriage. Right. And then I go, oh, a little part of me twists. I think there's power in sexual connection, but I don't think you you have to go straight for that. That's sort of like straight for the jugular. 
it's like build the connection and when you know you want to explore that you can yeah together. i mean who knows why this person is chosen to abstain until right. marriage my i mean i i can st- actually i feel more and more <laughs> as we go along this journey i find more and more the value in waiting to be honest and yeah. sometimes i often wonder to myself i'm like wow i feel like the more i know myself the more i know so um the more I know when I meet someone, whether or not we're right for each other. And so perhaps this whole thing has just been a journey of me getting to know myself. And had I maybe uh, been educated on how to get to know myself better as a kid, Mm. I wouldn't have spent my adult life trying to figure that shit out, you know, and then I wouldn't have had to sleep with all these people. Projecting at relationships that weren't working and and building a bond through the sex. Right. So who knows? That's a whole different conversation about how to raise kids. But um, my point being that uh, all I wanted to say was that, you know, there's my only warning would be to to really look at what's making you make that hard line in the sand and if it's just uh-huh. attaching on to some belief that's blind yeah um versus yeah versus no, well something said. yeah so yeah know. like if it's if it's right if it's not sort of born out of your own organic choice i mean cuz that's the other thing is i um we're, we're going to take a break soon uh i just want to say that like i wouldn't um i i my point about waiting, like, sorry, my point about us not having enough physical touch in life is, like I said, then you're, like, on this date, and it's hard to resist, and you don't maybe spend the time to get to know someone because you haven't had enough physical affection right. in your daily life to abstain from the almost, like, you don't the have forbidden the control. fruit. Right. Yeah, like, you're literally tempted you're like and a hungry. kid in a candy store. Yeah, a kid in a candy store. or like, like, starved. Yeah, or, like, you know, you've arrived at a watering hole after you've right. trekked through the desert, you right. know? And you're like, oh, I totally touch. agree. Touch. You know, and at the same time, <laughs> at the same time as there's this deprivation, there's also social media and right. marketing and all this stuff, Saying which is so sex. hypersexualized. So you're constantly walking around aroused in this, like, yeah. you know, hypo right space. so could waiting waiting to get to know someone and decide if you're a good match before you make that bond be good yeah um i've also very much enjoyed times where i'm right but again knowing that you're just going to have sex you know but oh, man i totally had something i needed to say oh it was good oh, about about I don't why don't know. we take a little break we're gonna take a break if i remember back i remember yeah, yeah. about you know can it survive not having sex look okay what? We're gonna take a break. I just surviving a relationship without sex. I mean, this writer, the person who wrote, you know, um, the the comment is definitely about like how to start a relationship without sex, right? How and, to start a relationship? Yeah, oh, like oh, what that's I'm, what I wanted to say. Yeah. Okay, this is what I wanted to say is that in the mo- go ahead. Can I, I just want to yes. say which is different from say the 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 couple it, I mentioned, my ex's parents, who like they've been together for a really long time, right? And now they're not having sex, but not because they don't love it? each other. Right. And and yes, I think that can definitely be sustained. And then it's it's just sort of two different sides of like so to talk about how to start a relationship without sex yeah what were you gonna say well i i was just gonna say like to be honest in i feel like in the modern world um i think it's quite difficult to find someone it takes such maturity i think and to find someone who's not starved or who has the self-awareness and the discipline and the patience really um and self-mastery it, it's probably few and far between Aww. 
I, I have, yeah. you know, sad yeah. to say, but true. So I think it's going to be, I, I honestly think it's definitely would be a challenge, but that doesn't mean it's not impossible and speak your mind. And if that's what you want, wait. Well, and I you think know, speak your mind and you will you find the person who's willing to rise to that. I mean, I had a conversation with a female friend who for a while was sort of, you know, fucking around, dating, whatever. And then she realized she wanted a relationship, right? And didn't want to continue attracting those types of men or, or people, you know, whatever your choices are. Uh, so she, you know, she finally like she was on a date with this guy that she liked. And she said, look, I want you to know I'm I want I'm looking for a more serious commitment. So uh, if we're going to date, I want you to be serious about building something with me. Right. So, you know, let me know if you're not into that. And that's fine. Yeah. And um, and by saying that, she was like, you know, he stepped up. She, you know, she's like, you know, men want the opportunity to step up. <laughs> if they're ready for it. Yeah. Yeah. If they're ready and maybe they need that call to action, you know, so I think it's great to own it if that's your your situation. I think. um, Yeah, I think being hardwired versus having a discussion and really understanding why you're making that choice. You know, you can you can find a partner. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I mentioned my a family member also. She she was very much not into having sex early on and, and meeting men that, you know, really push for that or, or come on strong in the first few dates and that was a big turnoff for her mm-hmm. um but you know she waited she's dating someone now she's in a you know not because she had a rule of abstinence it was just she she wanted to really know someone yeah and really yeah. feel safe and feel connected and it took her more time to build that safe connection yeah you know honestly i think we do have sex too fast <laughs> to be honest like I, I do i'm totally on this like i don't know if you're, it's a yeah, kick or, or what but uh, yeah okay I, we're I gonna do. take a break and i think we can talk about that we can we can write back <laughs> all right uh tna talk sex write us advice at tatalksex.com write the review on itunes we'll be right back back with tna talk sex i'm t and i'm a and uh just to put a bow on that last little on bit your, your little like you should wait wait to have sex no no that we have sex too soon here's here's how i see it okay we ta- mm-hmm. how many times has it come up on the show that women aren't orgasming that men go too fast and that we don't have enough seduction in culture yeah. you know how to fix uh-huh. all of that you wait and you don't have sex so fucking fast so, <laughs> and then all right you have men who are you have seduction going on between both parties mm-hmm. you have uh, this whole uh, you know you get to know each other there's more connection the the man's being the son and opening the woman up and then she's able to orgasm and look all these problems are solved it's true by the way you're right look when i the times that i've i'm not slut shaming by the no, way it's just right the times that i've sluts but the like, times I've been forced to wait because I traveled right after meeting someone or something. <laughs> <laughs> Involuntary waiting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it does seem to build the tension and a naughty texts are exchanged and all this good stuff. Look, that said, some of my deepest relationships, I can think of two men. We had sex pretty quick and it was so deep and connected. Hey, and like I'm not saying that deep and connection can't happen by having sex first thing but you're I, right you could be disappointed because because let's admit like sex is such I'm a just saying vulnerable maybe we could have act. better sex yeah no and, and you're right and a deeper connection when we because you know, it's we vulnerable sex with someone well because it's vulnerable and and you're having to open up to each other when you don't know each other you don't know what your limits are so for example like i had sex with this guy and i'm like 
you know, it turns out he kind of has like mild germophobia. He kind of has, he's like, you know, like the saliva makes him feel dirty. Like all these like little things where I'm going, what? This isn't primal. I want you to like put my, your, my feet in your mouth. <laughs> like, how is this going to work? Right. We'll talk about a collision that maybe if we'd taken more time to get to know each other, you would have been like, uh, this isn't going to happen. Peace. We're, yeah. Maybe we're not a match or maybe because maybe you would have we, sterilized yourself before you yeah, climbed into bed. Yeah. Or maybe because we got to know each other, he could have expressed it and, and he would feel safer and feel like I'm not dirty because he knows me. He's there not afraid go. of me. Exactly. Uh, so many <laughs> possibilities yeah but anyway I love, that, I, love that's my, just my, I love when immediate sex is amazing too though for sure but for sure but i just feel like it's it's like honestly more rare yes, more rare yeah. than not well you're you know? opening yourself up to that risk of it not being good yeah and and but if you are going to open yourself up to the risk be prepared to assert what you need and want yeah okay yeah right yeah, yes right yes. like i i admitted on dave neil's show i was like you know i didn't I didn't go, wait, I'm not ready, you know, when I had that sort of mediocre experience. Okay, so moving on to question number three. It's actually not a question. It's a, it's a comment from a, um, a listener who, yeah. who uh, is um, a, a beautiful man in New York City. Yeah. Meandering the streets of New York City. And um, uh, so, T, you have it in front of you. But, um, but yeah, he wrote in about the show that we did about how to be a gentleman in the modern day. Yeah. So, well, we wanted to read some of his comments, right? And then, and then we were going to talk more about... Because he brought up some interesting points about dating and finances and how he has successfully maneuvered that. Yes. But before that, we yes. wanted to just touch on... So he listened to our show, How to Be a Gentleman in the Age of Equality. And I I liked his comments um, just about. Is this am I am I going the wrong way? I no 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 go go. <laughs> uh, no, so I, you know I like to take a moment of just you know thanking our right our our listeners for writing in and um, and he had such interesting you know positive experiences with like what chivalry means and um, so I'm just going to read a little tidbit sure. about it and he said. Uh, in general, uh, sh- the, on the chivalrous side of things, chivalry, chivalry was ridiculed out of me by my feminist female friends back in the 80s. So I've been uh, treating women as my equal, which they are for many years now. But it's been met with some hostility, maybe. For example, if I offer to help a woman, it's not because of what's inside her pants. It's because I care about her and I'm kind-natured. But when uh, this kindness is often met with, I can do this myself very well, many of us men start to withdraw with help. Uh, chivalry or or not kindness is kindness i hope uh we as people can start taking gender out of the equation and take it at face value this way i believe many men will do it more often amen yeah and this i feel like that speaks big thing to Stuart's that, statement in that yeah. episode one of our guests yes yes and and the general tone of the show yeah um but he like so you started talking about he he mentioned something that did bring up a topic we wanted to discuss um, about the financial side of being a gentleman. <laughs> and and where is that line? So he writes, should I read it? Yeah. Uh, okay, on the financial side of being a gentleman, I have to say that up till recently, I found casual dating to be a real drain on my finances. Obviously, this is a burden that falls on men. Uh, I was amazed at how many feminist-minded women still expected me to say, pick up the tab at the end of a date. I've done this so often, it's gotten beyond a joke now. I know it's not cool to talk about one's financial standing early on in dating, but recently I've decided to just do that. And guess what? I recently met a woman who earns substantially more than I do. So I did broach the subject before we even met. She's in 
Shall I read what kind of work she does? Uh, uh, no. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't matter what work she's she in. Makes but more money. She makes more money. Uh, I'm and uh, yeah, and she earns approximately five times my salary. I'm elated to say, so far so good. When I asked her why a woman of her economic standing would be into a guy like me, she said it's not about the money; it's about the person and the connection. Wow, we treat each other related to our budgets. Holla freaking Luya! <laughs> I've been waiting to hear that for years. I kind of loved this comment, and I think for me it brought up this issue where I go, if I'm honest about my dates, like I go on these dates and if a man invites me to dinner, like I, I like it when he pays in the beginning, Mm -hmm. but then I go and I remember an ex once sort of, we were having like this gender conversation and he got annoyed. He's like, you know, I have to, I do the courting and da da da, and you know, and then maybe we have sex and uh, right. And yeah. And I was like, Oh my God. Okay. Well, here's the thing is it's true. If you take me to dinner, I'm not necessarily more excited about you right but i've been on dates where maybe the guy creatively didn't spend any money but i didn't even notice it because we were doing something fun right so is it like you know it's we're in la right but did we go to the beach and he brought a bottle of wine with a blanket right so a bottle of wine's nothing right you know it's cheap uh you can buy a cheap bottle yeah or you know just like just fun activities or sometimes even going for walks or like i don't know just just ways that you intention yeah ways that you get to know each other and and even attention to the intent like what are you right you know you're getting to know me sure Uh, i will point out though that uh our perspective on this is you know you're a mature self-aware um generous and thoughtful person as am i (laughs) we try our best to be i have had uh sort of round tables arguments slash discussions actually i did not participate i just listened i was uh appalled (laughs) about um with uh uh groups of of single people who can i say i think specifically you were talking with african-american men uh, yeah uh, no no but this has happened around no this happened around okay okay yeah yeah. but that that conversation was but um but it, I, I've heard it often um, where, and I've actually talked to girls too yeah. who are, here's the thing. You're it's right. Like, I have talked with women who are like, he better pay for me. Well, not only that, if that's the expectation thing, but it's the disrespect. Like you get these guys, like, like you're the guy you were talking about that you were dating, your partner or whatever, who was like, I got to do the courting. I got to do this. I got to do this. It's not even really feels unappreciated and, and resentful. Right. But you know what? But there's so many women out there who are just taking advantage. And like, mm-hmm. literally like the, like the assistant to my stylist was like, she's like, I'm like, Oh, how's your dating life? She's like, Oh, it's great. I'm just, you know, having all these free meals i'm basically eating and and i hate when i hear that I it really know, makes me cringe but it's you know and these poor guys so when you yeah. it, so no wonder they have this attitude of like well why am i supposed to put the bill and i'm not even getting sex out of it so we ah. go you little pig and it's yeah, like yeah. well okay i'm not saying you should get sex out of it but <laughs> but it's like okay <laughs> no, no, fine right. don't say yes to a date if you're not even interested in getting to know me you right, know what i right. mean so it's like if you're if if the ladies are going to be disrespectful then there's going to be this cycle of disrespect well, ha- happening. And by the so, way, I think that there's been like, like a, different... a lost intention in dating, which is I've said yes to men going on a date thinking, look, I'm I'm not super into you off the bat. Like, I'm not like, wow, this is a guy I want to fuck. Um, but I'm like, well, there's something interesting about him. Right. So, so maybe, maybe there's something there. Maybe he'll. Yeah, maybe he'll win me over. So I say right. yes to the date. Now, resentments have come up where I'm like, great, I'm on this date. And and then I discover I'm not so into him. And he's like, I fucking paid for you. 
you know, and you're like, yeah, yeah, no, but really. And I'm like, oh, well, I was still feeling it out. But this brings Wait, me to really after one date, this whatever, this maybe it's up? a couple dates. But I ultimately right. am like, I really tried. I'm not into you. Or we had a kiss. I did the kiss to test it. I'm not into you. Right. And and it's I mean, God, that's frustrating. Like I've been on the receiving end of it, too. I think people forget that. Like they think as a woman, I'm like, I've never I do what I want. And it's like, no, I'm having heartache, too. You know, I've had I've been rejected. But did you pay for it? (laughs) (laughs) Touche. (laughs) Touche. I have to say that is (laughs) I can't stop laughing. That's a really good point. No. So I can see how that would be doubly painful. Uh, (laughs) But this is my point, which is like, If it's in the first three dates, unless you are very wealthy. I mean, I recently went out with a guy who is very well off. He can he likes nice dinners. He's going to go to that nice dinner, whether I'm there or not. That's my feeling. Mm -hmm. So when we order cognac at the end of the meal and it's 20 bucks a pop, right? Like it's it's a non-issue. Right. So he's not going to resent me for that meal. Right. So I think. I think if you're getting to know each other and you're generally courting someone to date them and there is, of course, you want to impress someone, you're excited about them, but I don't think doing it through money is going to be the best investment of your time if you're looking to really connect and or get sex or <laughs> whatever it is. And I, and those early dates are, are kind of what we were just talking about, like getting to know each other before you fuck to make sure you're a good match. <laughs> Right. So, so, you know, yeah. I love going to, you know, you go have drinks or if you're on an earlier evening date, it could, you know, you end up having lemonade instead of alcohol or, you know, like I, I went to like a, one of the movie screenings in the Hollywood cemetery with someone once and it's mm-hmm. like, okay, so that's a lawn chair and, you it's know, totally cherries and very romantic popcorn. and wonderful. Yeah. Well, bring some snacks. <laughs> right, know, but, right. 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 Yeah. And, and more to, to, to what he was saying, um, which I mean, he, they, I think for him, it just sounded like he was like, oh, my God, I found a woman who's like not afraid to have this conversation and who's also not intimidated or not intimidated, but not bothered by the fact that she makes more money than me and that I have to stay within my budget. And so he's right in that that's a very mature dynamic where they're like, listen, let's just stay within our budget. You know, like like he's going to take her to coffee. Well, I will say he dates and she's going to take him to fancy dinners or, you know, right. And um, I did. And I think that's the mature way to go about it. It's great. And I but I do want to mention, I think um, he did mention he's on the o- older side. Mm-hmm. And I think that at that as you get older and what I'm finding as I get older, it's like I've had more life experience. So I'm able to be more direct confidently. Right. And I think that earlier on you kind of go, well, he didn't pay for me. Does that mean he's not into me? And, did, you know, like all these because you have a lot of stereotypes of what dating's supposed to be. Right. So I, I guess I want to mention that. Like I remember in college, a guy, a college student buying me pizza and it's like two dollars. And I actually was so like moved by it because I know he's a student, too. Right. And my friends made fun of me. I was I was like, he bought me pizza. And <laughs> so one of my friends, I remember snapping like pizza's two dollars. OK, that was not a, like a big gesture. And I and I was like. Okay, no, but it's an overture, right? It's him saying I'm interested in you, and I'm or not even. It could just be him being kind. That's I mean, true. You know, that's true. Well, I'm enjoying your company, and I want to have this conversation continue. Let me treat you. But, the, what we're we're getting back to? Yeah. You don't have to okay. treat me. I mean, no, what, I was getting what? back to like, no, I mean, is that really what he's thinking? Like per our conversation was about he being like, gentlemanly pizza, no, I but might listen, get sex. no, because what you said was I I'm into you and I like you and I want to see this continue so therefore i will buy you pizza because if i buy you something then it will continue it's like well no but why can't it just be like i like you and i want to be kind to you like what he was what what our guest was sorry yes and i think that's what i meant to say i hope it didn't come off what i mean is um it was an 
it was one way a kind gesture yes it was one it was one form of kind gesture to indicate i'm listening and i'm present and i'm interested mm-hmm. and i also pointing out that it was not a large sum of money right right it's right. like we're at the bodega and you go let me get your lemonade you know right. let me get your and that's you know, what juice. and that's what our, our listeners saying too is that like you know yeah i he didn't mention a coffee date but let's just superimpose that onto yeah, yeah. their relationship <laughs> so we can have a legitimate example but but yeah i mean like it's it's all about the intention well and the same about. way you'll go out with a friend and you go let's you know oh let me get this tab because i'm enjoying our company and maybe and you're gonna get it next time you know and you have like the back and forth mm-hmm. can we we have to take a mini break but i have a little story i want to share after okay sounds no? good little break okay yeah, we'll yeah. be right okay. back uh guys advice at tatalksex.com you can write us about uh shows you've listened to thoughts you've had um or and, questions for our right. next show yeah uh at the end of every month we actually answer questions that have come up and join us on social media at tatalksex Welcome back. You're listening to TNA Talk Sex. I'm T, and I'm A, and uh, we T has one a story she wants to share about a little uh, nugget on the topic of finances Finances and dating of a gentleman. Yeah, look, uh, there was someone I ended up dating for a year in New York, and I actually he's someone that's you know I I joke not joke but someone that has a piece of my heart. Right? There's like a Mm -hmm. couple men in my life, and and it's like you know we really I learned a lot from him. He's a real bond. So sure, but early on in the dating. I feel like he, I would say, made the mistake of like taking me somewhere nice, like higher end in a way that I truly in my naivete was like, oh, I guess he has a lot of money. Like, you know, again, we were I think I was finishing college. He was maybe just out of it. But I was like, oh, I guess maybe his parents support him. Like we went to an expensive college. Some people had a lot of money, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. and, I, and I kind of inferred it. I was like, oh, that's nice. Cool. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and then and then when he asked me where I wanted to go for something, I was like, oh, well, I love this little place. And it was like a more expensive restaurant. Right. And it came out later on, like he expressed frustration and he said something like, well, it, you know, I already, like I'm paying for this stuff and you're expecting me to like buy this expensive meal and da da and um and I think he yeah, he was viewing it like I was putting it upon him and it was an expectation. And the minute he said that to me, I was like, Oh my God, no, like I've misinterpreted your signal and I'm sorry, and you know, we can go to the moth reading for five dollars instead, you know? Um right. which we did. <laughs> you know, and and so I think I feel like trying to impress can backfire. Yes. And I think at the root of it was this social social media pressure or Mm -hmm. like the, you know, the stereotype that like I need to show off for her or or give her and uh, show her that I have more, you know, resources or whatever. Right, And I think there are just different ways of showing resources. And also, like, who is it that you want to attract anyway? Like, so unless you truly have them, I think don't you know, false advertising is only going to hurt you in the end. Yeah. Literally your pocket, you know, your your account. I have to say one way, one way that I deal with that is, um, is if the, if the guy's asking me out, you know, and like wanting to go out, let's say it's date number two or three or whatever. Um, I, generally will be I, i'll i'll let him pick like even if he's like mm. oh what do you feel like what because do you, you know ask you out yeah because i want i i need to i I've, i'm aware of that i've also like i'm very like price conscious <laughs> coming from my family nice we, <laughs> and um and so and i don't want to make assumptions you know and right. and so i'll i'll 
I'll give a range. You know, I'll be like, I could do anything. I could do pizza around the corner. I could do Bel Air. I could do, honestly, I'm up for anything. Like, it all sounds great. And that way, like, I'm letting him know that, you know, I'm not going to be offended if we go to a cheap place around the corner. But, you know, I make it sound fun. And But by know. the way, and I think to the the sensitivity of like turning a woman off, it's like, I get the idea of wanting that first date, the first couple dates to feel special because you want to show her that you're excited about her. Mm-hmm. So again, I think it's almost like, well, what are her interests? And we're talking just her, but you know, I mean, the, the write-in was about men dating right, women, but right. you know, what is her interest and how can you cater to that to excite her? That is not money. That is not literally like, here's the value of a, you know, a food price or something. It's like, you know, can you go dancing? Because she likes dancing. Could you, maybe you don't know how to dance, so you take her to a class, you, you know, know it, so that you can learn. You know, yes, something that just shows like I'm engaging you and things that you like. Totally. And and I think for me, it all is going to boil down to the connection. I mean, how many times have we had, How maybe not often, I don't know, but where you hear these stories about, oh, we just had, it was the most simplest of dates where you're having a picnic on the living room floor, but it was just amazing because... Like if it really boils down to how much attention of your attention are you able to really devote to that person without having the wheels turning in the background, you know, and that's um, sort of a mind Buddhist mind trick in a way. (laughs) Um, So if you can achieve that, I can guarantee that you'll have a fabulous time. Yeah. And a great connection. Yeah. No matter what you're doing. So great, great send off on that note. eh? Which also means (laughs) Uh that if you go to Bel Air, but or whatever, the fancy place and you're wheels are turning I'm not we're not going to connect and it's going to be bad yeah yeah really. I was going to so say even if it is it really has fancy. nothing to do with the fancy thing mm-hmm. so focus on your connection and your ability to really tune in agreed Aww. on that note that feels nice I feel like warm inside <laughs> good <laughs> yeah um, on that note uh, if you please email us at advice at tatalksex.com to get your questions in for next month's show which is uh, we air the advice shows the end of every month every month the last Wednesday, Wednesday. Um, also if you have comments about any other shows that have been nibbling at your mind uh, mm-hmm. we read all of them and everything and we love it so um, so please do write in uh, you can also join the conversation with us on social media at TA Talk Sex and T and I are going to Burning Man which oh! we're going to do a show when we come back so yeah. we leave in two days um, we will post pictures when we get back to civilization, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll post some send off pictures we leave on Saturday. We're caravanning up. Uh, so so yeah, join us Instagram on Instagram fun. for that. Um, and definitely when we get back uh, on the grid, we'll uh, show you what we got. OK. And like at top of show, I mentioned uh, uh, writing the iTunes review. If you guys are listeners uh, via iTunes, the iTunes podcast app, um, uh, you have to go tap the little reviews tab. Uh, when you go to us in the iTunes store and then when you tap reviews there is a little spot below if you read down it says write a review Um, and that is the best way to get visibility for us on uh, iTunes they kind of have a point system so even though uh, numbers can be high listening wise it's really uh, about the reviews so thank you on that note thank you very much and uh, you've been listening to TNA Talk Sex this is Ask TNA because sex is never just about sex it's never just about sex I'm T. And I'm A. (laughs) 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.